Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's a Dapper Devil production, see? Glee, aggressive. Glee, glee, aggressive. Glee, aggressive. Glee, glee, aggressive. Glee, aggressive. All right, hello everybody, and welcome back to, regrettably, an episode of Glee, aggressive. My name is Karina Stokes, and my name is still Ian Brodsky. And honestly, given our show's tagline, I'm surprised we have not yet used that intro before. But it is, it's apropos today. To be quite H, this is perhaps my least favorite episode of Glee. I don't blame you. This one, this one was a lot. And I guess like content warning up front, like Karina was yeah. saying last week, if you know, you know. And if you don't, then the content warning in this is around school shootings, which is unfortunately, so very unfortunately timely. evergreen, very timely and sort of evergreen, very timely. Yeah. Um, which we hate. So, um, if this is not the episode for you, that's okay. Yep. That is okay. And we will do our best to be respectful of the content, um, even though it's Glee. Yeah, which begs the question, was Glee respectful of the content? And I don't know if they were. I don't know either. I I figured that would be a topic of conversation today. It's... Um, Oh, boy. Um, I was just Googling, like, to make sure I have all my resources up. I definitely tapped the mic there. Whoops. Sorry, editing Ian. Um, <laughs> uh, and one of the articles that came up is has this headline, which is, Glee devotes an episode to, an episode to the hot trend of school shootings. Yikes. Oh, oh no. That even is not the way to write that. So- no, sir and or ma'am or they, no, no. But this is season four, episode 18, entitled Shooting Star. Yes, if you haven't guessed, uh, sorry, but that's what it is. Um, this originally aired April 11th, 2013, and it's, 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 it's a doozy. It's a doozy. Um, well, I guess we'll just dive right in, um. Anyway, there's no Glee cap, um, but Will's back. Um, yes. We we know who our regionals competition. It's a team from Indiana called the Hoosier Daddies. I do like that. I'll give them that one. That actually, A-plus pun. Um, and I forget what, like, it wasn't ours, Our Lady of Perpetual Sorrow. It's Our Lady of Perpetual Loneliness or something. That, because I'm guessing Our Lady of Perpetual Sorrow was copyrighted by... Some that seventy show probably. I was gonna say the um, Lord. <laughs> Jesus himself copyrighted. Yeah, it. the church um, actually has that one. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's the Pope's um intellectual property. Yeah. Um, anyway, they're called the Nun Touchables. Also solid. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we are like coming in hot with this sort of firearm imagery. Yeah, there's um, a lot of camera and- choices in this episode. Right. They make it feel like it's a very special episode, which, of course, it is. In a way, yeah. And so Brittany reports a deadly asteroid is heading our way. She, <laughs> And then Tina's like, didn't that already happen? Yeah, right. aren't you married? And <laughs> We had this plot. Brittany just goes, shut up, Tina. Yeah. The only thing notable to me about this scene, which has nothing to do with anything, 
is I was like, what season is it? Because Brittany comes walking in wearing her Cheerios outfit, but she's wearing the pants. And I thought the pants right. were exclusive to winter, but it seems like Heather Morris was just like, no, I'm wearing pants today because it appears to be April for everyone else. I mean, it could be a chilly April. We know. Yeah, but Ryder's uh... out there in a full just tank top and shorts. Yeah, but he's also dumb for real for real. He's also for real dumb. I was like, is it still winter? Because cheerleaders only wear pants in the winter, as everyone knows. Um, Right, canonically. But no, it appears uh, to just be a choice. Um, Yeah, Brittany is, it is a meteor, is it a comet, is it an asteroid? Yes, all of the above. Right. It's time to uh, really tell the ones you care about and make amends with them. Like Laura Tubbington. In her case, it's Lord Tubbington. Um, she does sneak in a hide your wife and hide your kids and hide yeah, your wife a, joke. A, you know, you know what my school to, shooting episode <laughs> needed? Uh, beds, a bed and intruder reference. Hey, remember that time you? Um, what was it? You were the intern for the Webby Awards, and we actually, we actually kind of like literally bumped into the Gregory brothers at that award. I honestly thing. don't remember that, and I'm pissed that I don't remember that, because that's the biggest fangirl oh moment I think I could have at an award show like that. I don't that. know how you don't remember that, because I remember it like like it was yesterday. Was it at the after we party? Were... Yeah. Oh, that might be why. <laughs> and we were like just sort of walking through, and like we literally bump into them, and I think it was Andrew, the one with the glasses. Oh, yeah. We no, like no, bump that's into not each Andrew, other. that's, um, I think it's, it's Michael. Michael. Yeah, that's like, yeah. that's I do remember that. I, I had and, repressed this for some reason. That's exciting. What a great time. It was exciting. And because, like, I remember being like, hey, we're such big fans of your work. And he was like, cool, thanks. And then he kept on, we just kind of kept on looking at each other as if one of the other Someone was needed going to, to continue, continue this conversation. conversation. And I really wanted to. I But, like, I didn't know how. And that's something that has not changed about no, me. I, but I did not know how to continue the conversation. So we were just kind of like, well, okay. great meeting you. Have a good night. And we just kind of continued that on our way. That would have been about eight years ago. And I can say confidently that in those eight years, if that same situation happened, I would not have done it any differently. Same. <laughs> what were we going to say to one-third of the, one-fourth of the Gregory brothers? Right. He's, if he's, like, we don't have any questions. We're just, we're not even really supposed to be at this party. <laughs> That's the kicker. That's the kicker is that we were there not by accident, but we were not there. We were on, not, I mean, I guess we were there on purpose. We were there on purpose, but like through a loophole. You know what I remember most right. about that party is that after it was in like the weirdest part of the city because after we left, we were desperately trying to get any food at all. And it was in oh like the God, world's yes. deadest part of New York City. So we had to go to a 7-Eleven. Oh and oh I'm pretty God, sure Zach right. got taquitos from 7-Eleven because that was like the oh. only food we could find. Yep. We'd just been drinking, because it was sponsored by Absolute that year, so we'd just been, like, drinking basically all that evening. We were like, we have to eat something. That and, like, little, like, what, like, fucking bagel bites. Yeah, we were like, like surely there's a dollar pizza around the corner. We're in New York, and there was nope. not. There was, there was only not. a 7-Eleven oh many blocks away. I still have a drink stirrer oh from that God. event, I think. It's not it. I still have, I'm looking at... Oh no! It was sponsored by Grey Goose yeah, because. Yeah, Grey Goose. Um, Whoops, my bad. <laughs> yeah, don't don't cancel us. Um, because above my desk is a photo that we took there, and I just look like the ultimate third wheel because you and Zach are so clearly in love, <laughs> and I am just having a. I'm just there cheesing. If I recall, we went to friends. several events as three people, which is just like here's me <laughs> and my boyfriend and also Ian. <laughs> 
Because you went to my ho- work yep. holiday party, too. <laughs> yes. Like, How did I get into that? Oh, we had an extra ticket. Oh, yeah. Someone had right. an extra plus one. Man. I was like, can I, bring my, can I bring my friend Ian? Well, because, oh, my God. Well, because we had other mutual friends working there as yeah. well. It worked out. And then I, d- I remember meeting a clown and some, yeah. what was it? I love you. I'm still friends with both of them on Facebook, just like through happenstance. Thank fucking Christ. I'm going to have to bleep out one of those names. I love you. It's really fucking funny. (laughs) Well, because that's literally something we said. Yeah. We were like, wait, she's named after the movie. And you were probably, you was like, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Yeah, that was fun. I was thinking about that party like today because... Um, you don't have to keep this in, it's totally irrelevant, but I remember we got there and one of my coworkers was singing, um, Wagon Wheel? Uh. Oh my god, yes. And, now this might be a wrong association, but I'm pretty sure that's a Gavin Creel song, and today Jenna Karen texted us how much she loves Gavin Creel, and I was like, you know what I think about when I think about Gavin Creel? It's the song Wagon Wheel. Is the song the classic country hit Wagon Wheel? Yeah. Good for you. (laughs) Wait, does Gavin Creel cover Wagon Wheel? I don't know. Now I have to find out if I just have very false memories. No, he absolutely does not. I honestly, Gavin Creel, Wagon Wheel, when? What's a Gavin Creel song? Even one. I have one. I have one from one of his solo records from 2006. Okay. And then his and then his other album is called Get Out, which. It's kind of a bummer because that makes you think that it would be about JoJo, but it's not. No. Wacky Wheel of Fury Curious is sung by Darius Rucker, who is nothing not like Gavin Creel. I don't know why. I had Maybe because they rhyme? Honestly, probably. <laughs> anyway. You've had, you've had a long week. Uh, really? You know what this is? And I was thinking about this before we started. I was like, how much vamping are we going to do to avoid getting to the meat of this episode? Honestly, I might keep it all in just to keep the levity. Yeah, that's fair. Of it, because it's gonna go. It just goes downhill from here. I feel um, like that's also what Glee was trying to do: was keep some levity by being like, "Lord Tubbington's joined the Ku Klux Klan for cats." Confusing joke. Don't know about um, that. <laughs> or everyone being like, "Let's oh, take Britney's God. plot seriously." Well, you know, let's let's uh, yeah, sing this is songs. the one day we take Britney's plot seriously. Ugh. Um, very funny that she says, I'm surprised Jesus Christ Superstar chose to end the world this way instead of the way he tried to kill the dinosaurs with a global yeast infection. My true, what? my true Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ Superstar. This is also the day Will is like, well, if it is going to happen, uh, we have one or two outcomes. Either prepare for regionals and kick ass, or say everything we need to say about the people we love. Okay. You know, say what you need to say. Well, I saw they did in that. Oh, they did do that, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. We'll I thought that it. was I thought um, that word say what you need to say. I was thinking about the song Brave, Brave by, by Sarah, Sarah Bareilles. Yes, of course. Um, a song I do not like. As we've as we've discussed here. It's been well discussed. You know what I don't like? What? I don't like that writer uses the phrase textlationship. Yeah. Not not great. Who, who says that? No one says that. No one. I've never heard that before today. Cuz it's not a real thing people say. Right. Um she may or may not be there. Um See, that's the thing. He was all like, I figured she went to the school across the country and I never meet her. But I was like, but weren't in the previous episodes they were having conversations that were like pretty About related the to the school? Like it was implied right. that she went there. 
Absolutely. Okay, so I'm not crazy, um, but... Meanwhile, Beast is teaching whatever class Ryder can't pay attention in. Math? Um, I think it was English because he was talking about how he, um, ha like, how am I supposed to write a, um, about the dystopian future oh, yeah, in uh, 1984. George Orwell? Right. When the book was written three year 13 years before I was born. Solid line. Solid joke. Yeah, pretty, yeah. That's a good joke. Yeah, so he's gonna skip class, um, to go look for her, and Jake, who was like, Man, I don't support this, but if you're gonna do it, you gotta plan it out, because it needs to be special. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also the assignment this week is, like Bruce Springsteen would say, um, do every show like it's your last, so the assignment this week is last chance, and of course it is written on the board. Just like Mimi Marquez would say. Exactly. Yo, have you seen that video, or did I send you that video that was like, what's your favorite part of Rent? <laughs> Mine is when they, sh they yeah. shame Roger for not wanting to have sex with the girl that barged into his house. <laughs> when they shame 30-year-old Roger for not trying to, for not having, for refusing to have sex with a 19-year-old drug addict. Yeah. Um, there's a follow-up to that video, which is hilarious. I'll send, I think I sent oh it to God. you. Um, oh, you think? I think nice. I already did. Um, it would have just happened before this. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, we cut to Brittany's house. She was trying to make amends mm -hmm. with Lord Tubbington, um, but he won't say I love you back. Okay. And Sam <laughs> is like, what's Lord Tubbington's favorite song? Maybe you could sing it to him. We can all sing it to him. And Brittany's mm -hmm. like, Sam, you're a genius. I don't care what your test score to say. You're a genius. Right. So then we cut to alleged Katie's locker. Yes. This is the girl more that writer has been texting with. Believes, yes. And uh, he introduces himself, spends no time to take her hand and drag her to the Glee Club, which is equipped and ready to go to do our first song of the episode, which is Elton John's "Your Song." Uh, that one a nice touch. There's one, uh, which, which is when Ryder walks in, he comes in and shakes hand with Brad. Yes. Which Implies that he has preset this up, so it makes sense that this this goes as smoothly. One point, and he doesn't also acknowledge the band. He's like, "That's the band." That's the band. She's like, "Who are those people?" He's like, the "They're band. just the band." Um, good for Brad. Was this a good cover? Um, it was fine. I did not think it suited Ryder super well. It was Ryder is no Elton John. Uh, who is? Or 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 um, Taryn Egan is Elton John. Right. Which I still haven't seen that movie. There's one like other. To. I also haven't seen it, but you know what I have seen? What? Uh, a clip from the movie Sing, which features Terry Egan uh, singing I'm Still Standing as an animated gorilla. And uh, it's the same effect. Okay. You know what? And if Elton John gave uh, Taryn Egerton the sign off, then honestly. Egerton. Must be, must be, must be good. Enough. It was his role as the gorilla in Sing that got him the role in Rocket Man. So you know, work begets work, they say. Um, That's true. You you sing as one gorilla, and suddenly it opens all the doors. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, it's it's fine. Like it was giving a bit. Like this is my 16 bar cut for the summer theater. Yeah, I'm also not a huge fan of your song. Not my uh, top Elton tracks well you're so. and we know you don't love ballads so i, I like i was listening to, i was watching this being like i know what karina's gonna say it was fine i don't like it writer and i don't like ballads so it's it's a it's got a big rachel berry problem for me um, yes that's it who yeah. is not by the way in this episode oh thank god 
Could you imagine? Oh, okay, I'm going to stop myself before I start. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, so at, he sings this song. It's fine, and the response is, "You are such a good singer, and your arms are so hunky, but why me?" And Ryder's like, "Well, we've been chatting this whole time. What are you talking about? You don't have to be embarrassed." And then my favorite line to amend everything I've said before, probably the funniest line in the series is response to the, to this. In which this young lady says, My name is Marissa. <laughs> My name's not Katie, it's Marissa. <laughs> My name's. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just, and he's like, No. And also, he's another like, point is be. that the band gets in on this. They're like, Ooh. Yeah, the band, honestly, one extra point to Glee for like having the band be like a living, breathing set of characters in this one. Right? They're actual people today. Mm-hmm. Um, not just ghosts. Remember- Remember the show Catfish? Is this still on? Right. I, I think it is. I think it's on its, like, 15th season or something, if not That's more. That's terrible. How are people still falling for it if it's been going on that long? I know, right? But, um, yes. Yeah. Reveal of all reveals that Ryder has been catfished. Catfished. Um, and Marissa is like, but please call me, and proceeds to walk away without giving him her number. It appears that maybe he was like, she, he already has it. We've been texting. <laughs> Except, like, not. Um, no. Anywho, cut to the hallway. Yep. D- Ryder is like, who did this? Marley, did you do this? Jacob, did you do this? And they're like, no. no. He's pissed. He's like, he's like big mad. He's pissed. Yeah. Um, oh, this is another one of those camera moments, too. Where, like, as he's running yeah. down the hall, it's, like, shaky cam, like, it's a, someone with a camcorder following him. Like, Because the, right. the Glee is really trying to do something with the camera this episode. Uh, yeah, he's insisting that it has to be one of them, because it had to have been someone that knows him really well to know exactly what to say. And they're like, right. no, there's no reason for us to do that. He's, but he's being mad about it. Thought this was going to be what sets him off, and, um, it wasn't, so nope. fine. Um... Then here's another song, more than words. Um, it's Sam to Britney, but all, but Britney to Lord Tubbington. Tubbington. And everyone has candles and they're standing on stage. <laughs> it's very ceremonial. It's very ceremonial. Weird. Very weird. Lord Tubbington is there in like a couch bed, like a cat couch bed. Yes. And Britney like w- zombie walks off the stage to like sing this to him. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is weird and kind of funny, but more than anything, it's fine. Not a good episode for songs, understandably. No, no. Um, anyway, there's a pasta party in the locker room. <laughs> right, that's just like, yep, they sing this song and the cat's there. Okay. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> that's Suddenly it. we're at a pasta party in the locker room. Um, styled after one of our favorite movies, not The Godfather, but Lady and the Tramp. Cool. Um, the only good part about this is Beast being like, yeah, I cooked this pasta in the hot tub. And Will being like, all right. <laughs> like, I'm why like, would no, you tell me that? that? And she was like, yeah, I changed out the water. And I'm like, I feel like that's the least of our problems with this. Did it feel like this came out of literally nowhere? Yes, because Beast has barely been there. Mm-hmm. And now she's here and she's, one, teaching an English class. And two... Uh, proposing to will that he is the man for her in her life because he because stole her first kiss that one time 
Yes. Which she apparently and, um, remembers fondly, and she is the only one who remembers it fondly. <laughs> yeah. I forgot her name was Shannon. Yeah. Like, he called her He called her Shannon. I was like, oh, right. And he breaks the news that he and Emma are back together. So that's that's a bummer for Shannon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if she could do better. Oh, I agree. 100%. All of a sudden, like, Will is the good guy again, and, um... Right. No thanks. I mean, like, not no thanks. Good for him or whatever, but yeah. Uh, we then have Ryder's phone ringing. It's not Katie. And he's like, who the What's hell are this, you? What's with this, like, Apple commercial, like, <laughs> set like up to shadow... show the texting? Yeah. yeah, it's just them in, like, silhouette with the text on screen. Yeah. And, like... but they're, like, in black and white silhouettes. And it's very disorienting. And such a weird it's way weird. to show. Like, just put the text on the screen like any normal movie would do. Right, but or no. do what you did last time and right? be, like, narrating it, but, like, fucking normal. Come on. Yeah, I don't know why we have um, to be in the future during this with, like, right. giant contrast, like, electric company faces. <laughs> right, the direction uh, was all over the place here. Um, and, um, who the hell are you? Right. I'm just someone shy who wanted to get to know you. Um but, uh, yeah, meet me today after school or stop texting me. And then the compromise is no. Tomorrow, 3.30 p.m. Right. It was like, I really like you, but I don't think you'd like me. I lied about my name and my picture because I didn't think you'd like me. Okay. Okay. Um, we're back in the astronomy club. There is no Tubbington bot, which is the name of this meteor asteroid right. that Brittany quote-unquote discovered. Um, it was just a dead ladybug in her telescope. Um, and it wasn't even a telescope, it was a Pringles can. Okay. Of course. Yeah, sure. Um, but she feels like she's disgraced them, so she disbands the astronomy club. Um, but the good news is, we're all still alive. Hooray for n- But now. Stoner Brett has to find new community service. <laughs> yes. Honestly, good for Stoner Brett. I'm glad that they keep bringing Stoner Brett back. Justice for Stoner Brett. Truly. Give him a song. Um, yeah, oh man stoner bread in the glee club i'd be cool with it i do wish this is no again anything to postpone talk and talk about it glee should have yes. done an episode like the simpsons did where they just spend an episode like checking in with all minor characters and giving like side not real plot characters like a song like everyone honestly just a little variety hour where like stoner brett gets a song and becky gets a song yeah. and um but, like, it's Helen Mirren in her head singing the yeah. song. Like, that would be so Marley's mom cool. gets a song. Everyone gets a little Marley's song. mom. Yeah. Bring Aisha Tyler back. Yeah. As Puck, as uh, Jake's mom. Have her sing a song. Anyway, I guess we're moving on. Yeah, that, like, um, there's a whole thing, like, Becky is like, Brittany, I look up to you so much. Don't ever leave me. I, like, you know, what am I going to do without you? And Brittany's like, no, you, it's, everyone has to go out into the real world. You just have to be prepared for it, and you're going to be fine. Right. Yeah, and, like, Brittany has to move on, so does she. Like, if you really prep yourself, it won't be so scary. Mm-hmm. Pinky promise. It's a very, like, to their credit, very sweet scene. It is. It's very sweet. There's, I feel like that chestnut mm-hmm. of a moment could have been given so much more Yeah. in anything that wasn't this episode. Yeah. But then again, we're we're asking too much. We're always asking too much from Glee, apparently. Right. Yeah, so Beast enters the choir room. We're going to sing some songs, dance, and maybe I'll even rap, Will says. Yeah, everyone's like, yay, it's the world's not ending. Kitty's like, I'm going to throw Junior Mints at Marley. Okay. Um, 
The very funny throwaway line, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, um, they're all here to celebrate the world's not ending. And here it goes, everybody. The episode has to take a turn now. A hard turn into a school shooting. Yep. What this could have been, which I thought it was going to be, was... So, we'll, like... Does sort of those like okay, let's go, and like he mm-hmm. claps his hands, and that's the first shot. No, this is, like he claps his hand, and then there is a like an actual gunshot immediately after that. Okay, okay, I thought it was like like yeah, no, at you the can, same time you hear them like one right after the other. Sure. And then a second shot fires. And he, well, I guess my point still stands is that like yeah. that sh- that hand clapping could have been like the first shot, quote yeah. unquote. And then like thus there there's a second shot. And that could have also been, like, a cutaway to, like, his hands clapping or something. Mm-hmm. Like, for this being, like, more or less a teen comedy show that does yeah. get serious, it is serial comedy, yeah. I think it could have been a tasteful way to, if they're going to approach this topic, that could have been a tasteful way to approach the topic. Yeah. Of, like, not having real gunshots and maybe i just don't know what i'm talking about i don't know i mean i don't think glee should we should say like glee is not allowed to tackle this because they were like right. known to have like dealing with issues episodes right right i just think they made mistakes here by one making the first half of the episode so like gimmicky like yeah I don't know. Like, do you have to devote an entire episode of it? But then, like, you can't put any you can't put any songs except for maybe one at the end of a school right. shooting episode. And they didn't want to have an episode with no songs except for maybe one at the end. So they're like, well, we have to front load it with a couple first half things. And they also probably it's a lot to dedicate an entire episode to the school shooting and its aftermath. They right. wanted to tackle the big issue, um, but they just didn't want to have it really have any long-term effects or lasting impact because they had other plots right. to get to. So this was sort of what they imagined. And sure. I don't know. It feels like it. it's emotional, obviously. Like, yes, it's effective in making you feel the emotions it wants you to feel. But I think it comes off as more like exploitative than like educational or anything like else. I think I think I overall agree with you. Also, yeah. this is just Nate, like Lee couldn't have known this, uh, but this episode aired like right. four months after Sandy Hook. And I honestly thought that was like part of why they did it, or like a consideration of what into that. No, or what went into that? Um, That's just. But you're right. The timeline timing. probably wouldn't. Yeah, that wouldn't line up. Um, yeah. So everyone's hiding. This is where Will is suddenly a good teacher because he knows, like, well, the safety protocols. I will buy which that. Which makes sense. You don't have to be good at, like, te- te- imparting history to young people to, like, understand what to do, to how to be the adult in a... Uh, no, that's that's also fair. That's also fair. But there was something about this that I guess just felt, like, out of character for Will. Not that I'm, like... Yeah. Not that I assume that Will would throw his kids to the dogs or anything. No. But, like, it just felt, like, oddly... I think they couldn't Serious. have done it any other way. Like they can't have made him no, a, absolutely. A, like a bumbling adult in this in a very serious situation. So they had to like make him uber competent during this. No, and absolutely. But it does feel like 
it, it, the, this problem really just stems from I don't think this is something Glee should have tried to right and tackle. I, yeah, I guess like at the end of the day, that's what I'm because that's you what can't I'm do thinking. it either way. But it does feel right. For it feels out of we, place. Yeah, it feels out of place. Right. Um, um, we cut to like like we cut to Brittany like alone crying like in the bathroom, like, which right sucks to watch. Sucks to watch. And, like, we're cutting back and forth between, like, choir room and the yeah. bathroom. There's a lot of Sam, like, trying to escape with Will and Beast, like, subduing You're him. Right. And, like, that's, like, yeah, you know, Sam's like, I have to go help. And Will being very yeah. likely to be like, no, you can't. Like, you're going to endanger everyone. Right. out into the halls. Which he then does. Like, that was weird. Like, then Will was that like, was but weird. I will go do it and put everyone in danger. The fuck? Yeah. Um. um also... During this intense emotional scene, we get the reveal with nothing that, like, Kitty's like, by the way, Marley, I gave you bulimia. Thank you. By the way, that was me. We won't talk about it ever again. That was my biggest thing from this scene is that this is now when you decide to say, like, by the way, my bad. Yeah, and that's literally what it is. She's like, I did this, and then she cries, and then she, like, runs to the other side of the room. To be with yeah. Unique for some reason. So at some point, the metronome goes off. Yeah, the like, metronome like takes through the whole scene, like it fell on the floor, um, right? And they can't go up to turn it off. Even that's I, literally every time someone got up to shuffle awkwardly around the room, I thought they were going to go turn off the metronome, right? Um, and which they didn't, which sense. must mean it's a metaphor. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, the one thing I did think was. I guess, for lack of a better term, sweet was like when Ryder actually runs across the room to go like be with Marley and Jake. Like, yeah, cl- there's clearly something there about like, okay, you are my friends, and like, right, I was there out was of a pocket, of, but there was a lot of moving people who were like, I don't like understand entirely why everyone needed to move around so much, but I mean, I get, I guess, I, I, I don't want to say, I guess, I get it, yeah, because that doesn't feel like it, but yeah. And, like, there's already, like, the school's already being clear. Tina's out there. Uh, yeah. Oh, Biggins God. We also go have, in. like, a lot of, like, Marley's texting her mom, of course, because, like, that's another, like, terrible thing is that her mom also yeah. works in the school. And we see all and these she's shots. she's also of, hiding out. Yeah. Like, her, like, there's such, like, an intense close-up of, like, a single tear running down Marley's mom's cheek. Like. Right. Yeah. We cut to Tina outside, who's, like. Showing the perspective of someone who's not there, who's, like, safe, but knowing that, like, right. all of their, her friends are inside. She's, like, trying to get back in. Then, it like, is... already starts filming them, like, you have to essentially in a confessional. Yeah, yeah, like. It is an interesting thing, and, and like, it, to show what it seems like it happened during, like, a non-class time. Because, obviously, we know Glee isn't a class. So there was a lot right. of people in the halls and people outside and stuff like that. So it's like, an in- you'd think there'd be more people inside the choir room because if people were just roaming back and forth, that they would just run into right. the first classroom. Um, right. But that is like a time you don't always see of people sort of in the chaos of trying to get into a spot rather than just sheltering in place in the rooms they're in. Yeah, it's just a lot of people being really scared and sad, like... Ryder says he loves his dad. Marley is like, are there songs hiding in the bottom of my desk that... Right. That I'm really proud of. Proud of. And then, like, we can't, we circle back to that at the end because yeah. we get, like, Kitty's confessional at the end, how, like, this has been, like, the happiest year of her life, even if that doesn't, doesn't seem like show it. it. 
even if, like, um, this is Artie's, like, favorite place to be. He says something along those lines, like, mm-hmm. or about, like, the people in the room, I forget. It's interesting because, like, they, I, I, again, I, and I don't know if I'm just talking out of my ass here, but it does feel like they do a good job with something they should not have done in the first place, maybe. Yeah, I could see that being, like, yeah, they didn't do, I don't, they like, shouldn't they have done it in the first place. But it wasn't, like, they didn't try to make any jokes about it. They didn't try to yeah. undercut the seriousness. They did put it in the middle of an episode that, like, started with a fake asteroid and singing a song to right. a cat. So it's a weird tone shift. And I don't know, remember if there's a ton of, like, emotional fallout from these kids living through this, but... Right. Yeah, oh, and also, weird, weird stuff. Ryder finds out, Ryder's like, I have to call this girl. Um... Yes. And we find out that the number he calls rings into the Glee classroom. So he knows it's someone in the Glee club right. who's catfishing him. And we do not find out in this episode who it is. No. And uh, like you were saying, there's a bit of a series of events where like Brit is in the bathroom. She yeah. comes to get her and also gets a couple other people out from like that were hiding in the stalls. Yeah. Um, the uh, Like the SWAT team is there helping like guide them to, like, yeah. the safety, quote-unquote, of the Glee Club room, the choir room. Um, I feel like that SWAT team a... was probably like, why is this man out here? Like, <laughs> right? why is he doing this? Also, like, imagine that, like, they, they show it a little bit, but, like, Brittany's, like, they're showing Brittany hiding in the bathroom, and all she hears is someone coming in. Like, could you imagine, like, that the was terrifying. terror that that must have been? And then, of course, realizing yeah. that it's, like, Mr. Shoot, and he's fine, but, like, I don't understand why he does that at all. There's no motivation for him Agreed. to go and do that. Agreed. I mean, and like, and of course, like, if we're talking like the real reality of it, it's like I don't think any teacher would do that. Like, especially no. if the SWAT team has already gotten there. Yeah, they get you know the, the all clear is announced. It's all fine. No one, no, no. There's no, no one's hurt in this. No episode. one's hurt. So there's a big group hug. Yeah, and, and, I mean, like, and. To the show's credit, this kind of reminds me of, like, when Degrassi covered the same topic. And, yeah, one of the reviews I said was, like, they were definitely trying to do Degrassi with this. Right. And I think, of course, Degrassi did it better, but this kind of feels like the younger generation, like, the younger millennials, zillennials version of that. Like, this was that episode. Yeah. And guess what, guys? There's still 15 minutes left of the episode. Yeah, we see them searching lockers... Um, we can confirm we after a recent episode that they're detachable lockers. They're not integrated yep. into the lockers. Yep. Um, well, I don't think they were in that last episode, but now they are. Um, now they are. We, um, they almost take I, Marley's I Love My Mom sign. Yes! My next note was, know. no, don't take down I Love My Mom. They very quickly installed uh, metal detectors into school yeah. entrances. Yeah, yeah. We have the faculty lounge where Sue's like, at the risk of stepping out of character, I brought donuts to comfort everyone. Here's where we get what is probably the beginning of probably not enough of a conversation around. Yeah. Like gun violence in America. Gun violence and in America, yeah. Um, so, like, Sue's like, how do we know it was a gun? And Beast is like, I grew up on a farm. I know what a gun sounds like. Yeah. Will has faith in the police that they're going to find the kid and they'll be expelled. Okay. Okay. Um, and this is where we get, like, the first drop, which is Sue's like, no student will be expelled because it was my gun. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. 
Bum, bum, bum. Of course, we cut to Figgin's office where his hands Sue, are tied. His hands are tied, and like, and again, like they do a good job with something they shouldn't have done. Yep. With what? With a moment in time that is not enough to really hash out this conversation. We learn Sue has a registered gun in her office because it makes her feel safer, so given the state, the state of, of the world. And yeah. mind you, this was in 2013. This yeah. was the Obama era. Like, of course, they ever, ever, like, the right wing was like, oh, he's gonna come take our guns, and so, like, that. Right, so this is very in character for Sue in a lot of ways. Right. Yeah, she's like, um, no, I did it, and I, I performed my own cover-up, so there's no evidence that I did it, but I did yeah. do it. And, yeah, she says, like, I like I was doing a gun safety check, a, a routine safety check, um, dropped it, and it, or, um, it accidentally went off, then I dropped it, and it fired again, and then, uh, an interesting point... Did not feel, not that it didn't feel like it belonged in this episode or whatever, but it's like kind of like, did we need this? Was yeah. how she spent her entire career doing the right thing, sending girls off to Ivy Leagues, their CEOs, politicians, mothers, champions, national champions. Yeah. But all she's going to be remembered for is yeah, I the don't woman know. that accidentally set a gun off in the I school. don't know why we need to be like, sometimes good teachers, like, will only be remembered for the one bad thing they did. I'm like, well, that's honestly mostly because oftentimes when the teacher does one bad thing, it overshad- It does, like, kind of take back a lot of their accomplishments because it turned out typically that one bad thing made them kind of a bad person. Like, right. I don't know why we need to... It does feel very much like you're going to ruin your... You know how, like, sometimes judges are like, we're going to ruin that boy's bright future after, like, when he's on trial for, like, rape. Right. It has that yeah. kind of same vibe of, like, well, sure, I brought him, fired a gun off at school, but, like, I did all these other good stuff, and do you want to dampen my star? Which right. I don't think is a take we really need. Right, and it's, like, and again, in this episode, like, yeah. in this situation of all things, like, she could have done any one, I mean, she's done plenty of bad shit at Sue Sylvester, mm-hmm. but, like, Right. This could have been for any situation of, like, something she got caught of that was actually, not not actually bad, but that was yeah. bad. Like, it didn't have to be, it felt like you could have had that moment with that energy, yeah. but still have it be part of, like, the serio-comic world of Glee that we right. know. Um, anyway. We, like, cover Tina being, like, I felt so bad not being there because, like, I wouldn't have been able to say goodbye, but Blaine's, like, well, you didn't really want to be there because it sucked, and... Yeah. They just are like, no, it's just important to, you know, tell everyone that you love that you love them. Right. Very much right. the the message that we started with. Yeah. Yep. Katie tell Ryder that she was not Katie. Um Yes. She's not the catfisher, fine. she insists. This is where um someone is like, Well, Sugar and Tina, like, well, yeah, Ryder's, like, doing process of elimination. Right. It's like, uh, unique spring tone is a Beyonce song. Yeah, Bootylicious. Bootylicious. Sugar and Tina he says weren't some, there. Well, that's it. He says Sugar and Tina weren't there, and I'm like, that's right. Sugar was not there. Sugar apparently did not come to school today, but she just missed all of the Sh- very yeah. special episode. She yeah, won't have Sugar. any emotional trauma from it. Good, good for her, I guess. And so, like, it has to be Kitty, and their names are so close together. Right. Kitty and Katie sound the same. Yeah, maybe the only way she was able to be honest was by being anonymous, or maybe it's Brad, or the bassist with the bowl cut. <laughs> that was funny. That was. It being a member of the band would be the, honestly. Honestly? I'd love that for them. It, yeah, right? They should have done that. They should have. 
We cut to Will helping Beast set up an online profile that isn't eHarmony. Very invasive. Yes. Feels like it uh, kind of crossed a boundary there. Yes. Uh, her favorite beetle is George, and her favorite food is everything. <laughs> Which... Honestly, great. No notes. But I do love that she was like, how'd you know my favorite food is everything? Yeah. And they're like, wow, look, you already have a match. Um, Remember Ken Tanaka? And it is Ken Tanaka, yes. Well, he's important, Portland. Maybe you should check that out. Yes. Yeah, that was, that was a weird, like, pit, like one episode plot. They were like, Beast is into Will, and he doesn't right. reciprocate, so he made him a dating profile. They made her a dating profile. That's it. What a thing to bring back, of all things. Why did that need to happen? It's like they were like, well, we want to use Domery Jones in the choir room, so we need a reason for her to be in the choir room. Let's right. make her want to date Will for some reason. Uh, but we don't want that to be a long-term plot, so we'll wrap it up at the end with a dating profile. I was like, right. just have her be in there because they're friends. Yeah. She dropped I mean, by like to see what's going on. And, like, in a Glee show where Will wasn't the actual villain, yep. the moments between the two of them that I did actually think were sweet and that they did a good job with of them just being friends, Yeah, I think, like, it would have been much more rewarding if Will was actually, like, the good guy that he has claimed to be. Yes, correct. Because of Brit and Sam in the hallway. Yes. It turns out that uh, even though they're fake married, he wants to start a fake family, so we enter... Lady Tubbington. Yeah, there was the... This held the one moment of levity. Um, yes. After this terrible school shooting plot, which is when Brittany's like... He opens up a duffel bag and pulls out a full cat. And Brittany's like, how yeah. long have you had that in there? And he's like, a while. A while. And, and it kind of pants at the cat who was just like pissed. Yes. And in fact, when they're like showing all the heartfelt messages at the end that Brittany filmed, Sam's is like, mom, dad, I love you. There's a cat in my locker. Yes. Please feed it. Yes. So that is a uh, good little moment. That's a good, yeah. We cut to Sue packing up her office. Will enters and is like, why, Sue? Why did you do it? And, and this yeah. is where we get the, the real, real story. drop. Yes. Which I kind of saw, not that like, oh, I saw this coming, but like, You're... I kind of saw this coming. Yeah, where, that's fair. Where it, in fact, was Becky who... Brought the gun. Sue was trying to talk her down. It accidentally went off, and then Becky dropped it, and it went off again. Second time. Uh, yeah, and so Sue is covering for Becky, and she takes the fall for her. So, yeah. you know, Becky has a chance, gets doesn't have to get expelled. Which, like... Makes sense. Oddly, it does. Like, oddly enough, like, that is on Brandon yeah, that's on, actually in very character, character for Sue. Um, so I guess half a point for that. I'll call it a half a point. Yeah, that's fair. And base and on her way out says, keep an eye on Becky. She's tough, but like all the other kids, she gets scared sometimes. Yes. Honestly, give Becky a, a full plot where she is having to deal with the ideas of change and seeing all these people, similarly to other people that we've seen in the past, yeah. have to deal with the reality that her friends are moving on and she's going to be there and that's scary. Yeah. Just give her that, give her those gra that grounded plot, and give Brittany the real groundedness as well. Right. To help her through that. Same with Sue. Perhaps even, like, throw Sam in there, who is, right. like, a golden retriever, but will be 
like empathetic. Yeah, right. Um, give us that episode, even if that is within your idea, Karina, of like all of the minor characters. Yeah, having having, having their moment, having their moment in the sun. Um, Man. Yeah, that would have been better. This is just yeah. again, a, it's a weird. No real plots get advanced except for this like shitty writer catfishing plot. Um, because right. they just are like introducing things and then cutting them so they can have this very special lesson moment of school shootings. Um, right. uh, speaking of the plot that does get moved forward, writers waiting for 3.30 to meet up with whoever's supposed to be coming and they never show. Uh, the only person who walks out is Sue, which I guess could be like, maybe Sue's doing it, which would be a weird thing. And she's like, mm, I can't get you yeah. in trouble for not being at the assembly. Because I'm, I don't work here anymore. Right. Interesting that the assembly was in the same place where they were having secret glee club. No, meeting. I thought about that too. But I, to be fair, in the past, most assemblies we've seen have been happening we're in, in the, the gym. gym. You're right. So I, I was about to be mad about that, and then I was like, mm, no, they do typically have assemblies in the gym. You're right. I see you. And while this is happening, we have a cover of John Mayer's "Say." Yeah. Remember, say what you need to say. Not Sarah Brell. That, right? It's that. Um, I didn't really yeah. know it was John Mayer. That sucks. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to remember when this song was because it was like oh seven. Yeah, yeah. It was right written after for Continuum. a film. Um, and I think they do a great job with yeah. it. It's corny, but it's fine. It's a good way to I wrap mean, like up I said, an episode. They had to. They weren't going to not end with a song. Uh, it's right. got heart. It it feels. Yeah. reasonable that this is something the glee club would do that they would sing the very emotional heartfelt song after dealing living through this trauma so while it's like hokey to sell a song uh based on the back of a school shooting um it makes yeah. sense in character that that's that does seem like something it does they would do. and oddly enough i think this was the best job they've done with a closing number yes. in a while yeah. so I don't know, quarter point for that. Sure. Yeah, and then we end with, like, the things that are already filmed, which we basically talked yeah. about all of them, so. And that's really, that's the episode, that's guys. It. Um, that's it. They very it. wisely don't play the, like, the vocalizations over the credits. At least they don't on Disney+. Plus. Uh, it just, the credits right. just play silently without the, like, chipper, yes. like, da 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 Yeah. So I'm like, that's good. That was a smart choice on your part. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, I guess. Anyway, what's fun? What's happy? What's like? What's good? What's hap? What's go? What's name something fun? What is fun? Why? I guess for fun we can talk about the music we listen to in this episode. Yeah. This is the smallest amount of songs I think we've maybe ever had to choose from. If not, it must be tied. Uh, because Ian, there's only three songs in this episode. No, yeah, that sounds and like the least. By gosh, you're going to own one of them, fictionally. Mm. So, you have to buy one of these songs with your real human money. Your choices are your song, more than words, or say. I'll go with say. Yeah. I will also go with say. I think it was... It's not like they give us a whole lot of options, but like... Yeah. More than words I didn't care about. As discussed, there's better covers of our song. And frankly, uh, I don't like John Mayer, so I'd prefer to listen to his songs sung by the Glee cast. I have a complicated relationship with John Mayer. Um, Is it, you know who else does? Taylor Swift. Another thing we have in common. 
that you and John Mayer both have a complicated relationship with Taylor Swift. Oh, I was going to say that Taylor Swift and I have a, a complicated oh, relationship. Oh, that's good. With John I was Mayer, really but... hoping that you weren't comparing yourself to John Mayer because he is not favorable no. in that situation. He's really that's the villain what I hear. of that. That's what I hear. But God damn it, I will. St- I still conti- Continuum is still one of my favorite albums of all time. You know, sometimes we have to live with who we are. Um, yeah. Well, well, but Karina, yes. you know what we have to do? What? I'm basically making this promise now. Okay. The Glee concert movie is now on Hulu. Oh, good. I've never seen that. Me neither. Well, and Cor- it'd be, Ian, it would be wild if you had seen that. If you had been like, I've never watched the clubs of Glee, but you know what I have watched? The 3D <laughs> the concert, concert movie, movie viewing experience. I forgot it was in 3D. Everything was in 3D at that point. Yeah, it's true. In 2011, yes. I, I do know some facts about that concert that we will have to talk about. So I guess yes. people gird your loins about that one. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, cool. You know, I think I think there's not much more to do with this one. Yeah. We can put it yeah. in the put it in the fire. It's done. Yeah. The fork stuck in. Yes. Um but you know what you can do? You can find this show on social media and like it yes. and share it and tell your friends to listen. We appreciate that. Where can yeah. you find it? Why it's at Glee Aggressive. Glee Aggressive <laughs> on uh, most major platforms. You can email us in long form, gleeaggressive at gmail.com. Write in um, and tell us your thoughts on John Mayer. Sure. I want to know how everyone feels about John Mayer. Um, and where can people find you on the internet, Karina? You can find me on the same place on both Twitter and TikTok, and that is Epic Adventure of. Ian, for you? You can find me at Ibroski on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, um, ianjbrodsky.com. And, uh, yeah, that's the episode, guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed our conversation about meeting the Gregory brothers in 2015. <laughs> hey, the same year where I met Matthew Morrison and Lucas Graybill at that Matthew was a Morrison's year, That was the party. only year that we were ever going to meet famous people, apparently. We, we knocked yeah, it all that out was... in one, one go. Banner year, yeah. Boy, well, folks, thanks for sticking out. You all... Frankly, you all knew if it was coming. If you made it here, yeah, you knew this one was coming. If you did, like I said, if you knew, you knew. Um, and thanks for sitting through it. If you didn't know, and this episode was a shock to you, I'm sorry. Yeah, like truly, but, nothing but apologies. Uh, you know what you can do? You can join us next week when we will discuss season, season four, episode nineteen, almost done, and it is entitled "Sweet Dreams," uh, which I remember nothing about. So. Ian, Great. does this episode of Glee make you want to watch that one? No. Correct answer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Glee, aggressive. Glee, Glee, aggressive. Glee, aggressive. Glee, Glee, aggressive. Glee, Glee, aggressive. <laughs>